I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Please leave a message after the tone. Hello, my name is Adam Sandler, and welcome to So, So, So Sandler's, the Sandman Movie Podcast. Agabagoo! Hello and welcome to So 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 Sandlerus, the Sandman movie podcast, the podcast where we discuss the movies of famed amateur hockey player turned pro golfer Adam Sandler. My name is Kerry Johnson. As always, I am joined by my best friend and my co-host, Matt Wollstonehome. Welcome back this week, everybody. Hope everybody's had a great week and uh, ready to talk some happy fucking Gilmore. Yep, we have finally made it. Seven weeks in and... <laughs> we're at the peak. Seven weeks in, we've climbed to the top of the mountain. We're we've made it. Oh, it, it was quite slow getting here, but the descent all the way back down to Hoobie Halloween. Oh, sure to be an interesting journey. That's going to be uh, something else. But yeah, this week's movie is Happy Gilmore. I feel like this is probably one of the core movies of. Most of our childhood. This is definitely a part of mine. Um, Matt, what, what's your history with this movie? What does this movie mean to you? Ah, Happy Gilmore. It's a fucking classic. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those movies. I think you could speak to like almost everyone. Pretty much anyone's seen it, especially when they were a kid. And it's just fucking. It's just dumb, but it's oh, it's so funny. It's so good. Yeah, I, I think anyone has seen it. Most people can quote it, especially the the. Uh, I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. You pieces of shit <laughs> for breakfast. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, again, when I was a kid growing up, it was one of my favorite movies. It, it was the movie that got me into golf when I was younger. And um, I know you're but, a big golf fan when you were younger. Yeah, I, I still, well, not so much recently in the last couple of years, but I, I used to play quite a lot until I was like 20. And yeah, I, I remember my golf teacher, if I behaved, in my lessons, he would let me spend the last five minutes doing Happy Gilmore shots because that's all I was interested in. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell, that's sick. Yeah. So, yeah, w- whenever I go to the golf range, I, I, I always throw in a couple of Happy Gilmore shots to, oh, see, have to. to, to see how it goes. But yeah. Get to the, dri- get to the driving range, get to top golf. Oh, just 
You know, for a fact, I'm taking three <laughs> steps back and absolutely swinging for the fences. you got to smack the shit out of that ball. Get that 400-yarder in. But no, g- growing up, this was always on probably ITV2, one of the movies I used to watch with my father all the time. Just, yeah, something. Yeah, this was always on. Yeah, all the time. And watching it this week and just those... Like that opening and the music hit me straight away. Just, I, I don't know, it just hit me with so much nostalgia. And yeah. I, I, I wasn't expecting that at all. But the, the opening note of the movie and Sandler's voiceover, it just took me back to being a nine year old kid. Oh, and he's just talking about him and his grandma yeah. growing up. Yeah. This movie oh. and, uh, and American Pie 3. And I remember watching American Pie <laughs> 3. Why the, why the, why the wedding? It, it was just another film that was on all the time. And I, I remember, distinctly, I, I remember I was 12 years old. And, and you can ask my dad about it because I'm sure he remembers as well. But there's a bit in the film and they're talking about the bachelor party and Stifler goes, and we can have a dildo show. And I just remember laughing so much at the fact that they could have a dildo show. And my father's like, do you even know what a dildo is? I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no adult puppets just playing Madilda. <laughs> <laughs> but no, th- th- this movie is uh, definitely something special. That's a good one. Yeah, should we get into it and t- talk about the plot? Yeah, I reckon so. Right, this week's movie is Happy Gilmore. For 400 years, golf has been a gentleman's game, a game of tradition, etiquette, and above all, sportsmanship. Until now. Meet Happy Gilmore. He was a hockey player. My puck, baby! Don't you ever touch my puck! Who was skating on thin ice. But when his grandma needed his help... Mrs. Gilmore owes the IRS $270,000. We're going to have to sell the house to someone else. But she's an old lady. I mean, look at her. She's old. He discovered a new talent... The house is like 400 yards away. That's unbelievable. Now he's going from the links. Step right up, folks. See if you can outdrive the amazing golf ball uh, whacker guy. To the links. Hey, where are you going with those clubs, punk? I'm your caddy. He's going to be on the tour. That's that's super. He's got the swing. He's got the drive. He shoots, he scores! He's got the balls. Quite a large and economically diverse crowd here at Invitational. I guess it's the new tour sensation, Happy Gilmore. Hey, if I saw myself in clothes like those, I'd have to kick my own ass. And while he's trying to keep Granny out of the rest home... I'm telling you, this place is perfect. You're going to make friends in no time. Get me out of here! He's driving the game of golf. Why didn't you just go home? That's your home! Are you too good for your home? Answer me! Straight into the ground. Damn you people, this is golf! I'm Bob Barker. Looks like you and I are going to be playing together today. This guy sucks. All right, let's go. Universal Pictures presents Adam Sandler. The price is wrong, Bob. As golf's missing link. Happy Gilmore. Happy 
Happy Gilmore is a 1996 American sports comedy film directed by Dennis Dugan and written by Adam Sandler and Tim Hurley. The movie stars Adam Sandler, Christopher McDonald, Julie Bowen, Carl Weathers, Alan Covert, Francis Bay as Grandma, and Dennis Dugan as Doug. So Dennis Dugan, he's the director of this. He's been a long-time collaborator with Sandler. He's going to come up a lot in this podcast, I think. This grown-ups one who Big Daddy, Jack and Jill, uh, just go with it. He's direct like 50% of Sandler's movies. I think you probably Jesus. oh, it's it's ridiculous how much they've uh, collaborated on this thing. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's just it's just gonna bring me so much joy talking about this film. But yeah, um Adam Sandler, Christopher McDonald, you know him from this movie. He's also in superhero movie as the little Norman Osborn type character and um, have, you, have you seen superhero movie with Drake Bell as the Hornet or the Fly I mean you were I was following with superhero movie and then you said Drake Bell in the leading role and you've lost me there I've got no <laughs> idea what this is yeah so, so there was a parody movie in like 2006 that parodied, parodied the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man and Drake Bell was the Peter Parker. This is going to be in our movie movies series. Yeah, hundred percent. It's it's dog shit. <laughs> but Leslie Nielsen's in that as the Uncle Ben character, and then Christopher McDonald is also going to be in Secret Invasion this year on Disney Plus. Oh, really? Yeah, the Marvel show. It's going to be a, a TV anchor and just. I don't know, some sort of bad guy. She's going to be a news anchor. Yeah, going up against Sam Jackson. And then Julie Bowen, a lot of people may know her from Modern Family. It's Claire Dunphy. She's the mother. Yeah. And she appears in Hubie Halloween down, down the road. And then Carl Weathers. Matt, do you want to let the people know who Carl Weathers is? Carl Weathers, absolute icon. <laughs> Apollo Creed himself. Yep. Apollo Creed in uh, the Rocky... In the Rocky franchise, he's no uh, yeah. Ivan Drago from my favorite book of all time, Drago on Mountains We Stand. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> oh no, Carl Weathers slander on this podcast. Oh, thank you. Uh, Carl Weathers also appears in a Predator as well, and then obviously Alan Covert pops up as Otto the uh, the Tramp, Francis Bay's grandma. Carl, Carl Weathers, half of the greatest handshake of all time. Um, the the mother, uh, the grandmother in this, she yeah. died died in like 2019 when she was like. She died in 2011. Oh, okay, close enough to 2019. when she was 90 odd. <laughs> yeah, but I, I thought she was getting on to 90 in this film. I was gonna, yeah, she doesn't look young in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> she is so old in this film. She gets like an extra. She's lived for like an extra 16 years as well. And she's 90. To, I, I would have put her on like. Definitely the eighties in this. Yeah, so, so, so she's like, yeah, she, what, she's seventy-five in this. Yeah, so she's like seventy-five in this movie. Fuck it, hell. Right, let's uh, move on to our very first famous segment called Curb That Blurb. So, Matt, what I've done is I have scoured the internet for a plot synopsis for this movie. I don't know where I've got it from because I didn't write that down, but. <laughs> <laughs> What you've got to decide is whether we are going to curb that blurb. And by that, I mean 
take it outside, make it bite the pavement, and kick it in the back of the head if it's shit. If not, we'll uh, let it walk freely. So, Happy Gilmore is a rowdy boy. He was raised by his grandmother. He wants to be a hockey player, but isn't because, one thing, he can't skate. When his grandmother's house is foreclosed because of a failure to pay her taxes, and she's placed in a retirement home, Happy must try and find a way to make some money. One day, while at a driving range, he discovers that he can hit the golf ball 100 feet. So, the range pro convinces him to try to try being a pro golfer. Reluctant at first, because he considers himself a hockey player, but when he learns he can make a lot of money, he gives it a try. And surprisingly, in addition to his amazing driving ability, his antics must have made him the darling of the crowd. Shooter McGavin is the tournament leader, thinks Happy's an embarrassment and is jealous that he's stealing his spotlight. Tries to get him thrown out or get him to quit. All the pauses I put in there were pauses that were written into this. Jesus fucking Christ. I feel like I've aged listening to that. <laughs> what they did? I, nah. That was more like they just started with the whole plot of the movie, like scene by scene, and then just just Give decided, up. fuck it, we'll skip it. <laughs> this is nah, that's getting a kill. So what is going on? <laughs> I'm not having that. Uh, yeah, there's like 22 pauses in this fucking <laughs> plot synopsis. <laughs> this guy sure hasn't. Not. Yeah, he hasn't written written. Uh, one sentence with like proper structure. Oh well, so yeah. What are we doing up with upload? Uh, That's back? curb stomp. I'm taking that outside. <laughs> curb stomp right in the back of the head. <laughs> right. And um, what, what we also do as well is we like to see what critics have said. So I've got the uh, consensus from the critics on Rotten Tomatoes, and the critics all together have said those who enjoy Adam Stand, uh, those who enjoy a- Adam Sandler's shtick will find plenty to love with this gleefully juvenile take on professional. Go- those who don't, however, will find it unfunny and forgettable. Nah, not having it. I feel like even if you don't like golf, there's, there's something a lot to that. like. It's probably better if you don't like golf for this movie, actually. Yeah, and I, I don't think it's forgettable. Cause it's, it's definitely not forgettable. It's such a quotable And yeah, the, the people that show up, like even the cameo appearances, you're not going to forget. Some yeah, you're not stuff. forgetting like a fucking fight with Bob Barker, are you? Like, no, not at all. It's so. Do, do you com- do you disagree with what the the uh, critics have said about this? I disagree with that one. Yeah, I don't think yeah. it's a forgettable movie. No, and I think you'd probably like it more if you didn't like golf. Oh yeah, because so, so, having golf in this is just a plot point. It's not exactly a fucking golf movie. They could have changed golf to be any other sport. Yeah. Um. Uh, then I've got a couple of uh, reviews as well from audience. So I've got two stars from Alejandra3. And he said, before Julie Bone was a MILF, but still hot. And I, I, think, she's Interesting. Better, I think she's better looking in a uh, Bond family. Well, I just think she's a very attractive lady. She, she is very attractive. She's and I do, good. I like her in both. Modern Family is a good show. She's fucking hilarious in Modern Family. Yeah, Modern Family is a good show. I would really enjoy Modern Family. And then I've got one more from Payson Power, who gave this movie five stars. And he says, not as good as The Godfather, but better than Godfather Part 2. Ballsy. (laughs) Definitely better than Part (laughs) 3. I I think this movie has the potential to be better than The Godfather in a lot of people's. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I'd probably put this above The Godfather. Godfather wouldn't be in my top ten. 
No, it would be in my top ten movies of all time, but neither would this probably be. What, you wouldn't put Happy Gilmore in your top ten movies of all time? Probably not. Oh, I think I would. You think you would after just watching it, or you think you would? No, after just watching it, I think it lives a place in my top ten movies of all time. God. I'd have to go down and sit with it for the list, but I don't think it's one of the ones that put in my top ten. Uh, oh, see, I think I would. Andrew, yeah. And uh, Matt, then uh, Rotten Tomatoes scores, uh, percentage-wise, what do you think the critics give this? Hmm. I actually have no idea. Purely because... Because it's Sandler. Critics love to shit on Sandler. Yeah, exactly. Like, this this could have been, like, an Oscar-worthy movie in the mid-90s <laughs> with Adam Sandler and they still would have shot it. So. <laughs> uh, oh, probably something... I mean, they can't have shot it that because it's actually a good movie. Like, 50-odd percent. So, this is one of the only Sandler movie combis that's fresh and rotten tomatoes, and it's sitting on a six, 61%. So 61 if it was 60, it'd be rotten, but 61% makes it a fresh. And what do you think the audience give this uh, percentage-wise? What percentage of the audience said this it's is a good movie? Eight. It's at least like 80%. At least like it. 85 exact. 85 exact. Yeah. And then um, box office-wise, so the budget was uh, $12 million. How do you think this did at the box office? I'm, I'm pretty sure this is the one that did pretty well. Because I know there's one of them that, like, basically made him a lot, well, made him a decent amount of money, or at least kind of kick-started that, like, film career where he's now the lead man. Yeah. Um, what did you say the budget was? 12? 12 million budget, yeah. Oh, I reckon they probably... Well, they at least... Yeah, no, nah, definitely did well, so I'm saying, like, 30-odd million. They probably would have made, like, 20, 30 million, I guess. 41.2 million dollars at the box office. Nice. That's a good, good that, return. Yeah, it's almost like four times four times the budget. And for comedy in the mid-90s, that's that's ridiculously... Dude, for gangbusters, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, no, that that makes sense. So, I I, I, I think we've done quite well there with... Uh, but, yeah, this is a good film. <laughs> <laughs> All right, podcast over. Yeah. <laughs> we've decided... Yeah. A, a question before moving on. Would you say this is a movie or would you say this is a film? I'd say it's a movie. Oh, I, I think this is a film. I think, this, is a film. <laughs> I think this needs to be preserved for future generations. There's a lovely story about family. and. But what if we don't have golf in the future? Part of history. We don't have dodgeball where we throw heads at people anymore. Ah, well, maybe we should. Yeah. Again, <laughs> Dodgeball, the true underdog story. That's top 10 movie as well. That, that might be a top 10 movie of all time. That is fucking glass. Dodgeball. Oh, uh, Dodgeball. Dodgeball is essentially this movie, just made 10 years later. Yeah. In a different sport. And we actually share a couple of the same actors in the movie as well. We do. We yeah. do. So we, we'll uh, get to that. So, Matt, are you ready to get into the plot? I'm ready and willing. So what I've done is I've gone to Wikipedia and decided that it was completely shit. So I've copied Wikipedia and basically written an essay about this movie. <laughs> so bear with me. 
and uh, no, you're good. just uh, stop me when you want. I haven't actually written about the opening credits, so should we talk about that first? Yeah, so we've got the opening credits, there you go, and it's Billy is, he lives with his Happy. grandma. Billy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, uh, just looking at something online then, and it's just Billy Madison. Fuck it out. Happy is obviously ace. Yeah, he's uh, living life with his grandma, and then he's raising her up, and it's just basically him going through how it was like to be as a kid living with his grandma. Uh, she's always been there for him, and like how he's had like different jobs. Yeah, never really, never really settled into a job. Never really found a boss that he liked. It's just like a little slow montage of him just doing stuff at the start, right? Yeah, and just just, just the voiceover that he that he gives and talk about his dad yeah. who passed away. And then in, in this opening credits, we meet uh, Mr. Larson, Billy's boss, yeah. who, he, who he shoots in the head with a nail gun. But as soon as that first note hit and Adam Sandler just goes, I'm Happy Gilmore and I love hockey. Just, yeah, just waves of nostalgia hit me straight away. And yeah, just hearing the music, it, it was, I, it, it made me giddy, honestly. I, I I don't understand why this movie has made me feel this way that I felt all week. It's just made me go on a sand the bitch, like I told you earlier. <laughs> I, I watched this at the start of the week, and I've just watched sand the movie after sand the movie. Oh no, we've lost Carrie to a nostalgia trip. Oh, he's fucked it. Honestly, it's just been so comforting this week. Just watching this and just watching all the Adam Sandler stuff. It, it's been kind of sad, but happy at the same time oh. <laughs> um <laughs> so the plot of the movie is Gary's just had an existential crisis <laughs> on the podcast <laughs> uh, I, I, I reckon <laughs> I, I reckon in a couple of weeks I'm going to come back on the podcast and I'm going to be like yeah I fully cried in this movie <laughs> as soon as we get to the wedding singer and 51st dates I know, <laughs> know I'm going to cry <laughs> Oh Jesus Christ! Right. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> right. Let, let's get into. I'm glad the, I've got the video. <laughs> let's get into the movie after the uh, opening credits. So, Happy Gilmore is an unsuccessful ice hockey player who lacks skill. Other than fighting and a powerful slap shot, he has learned from Lake Father. After yet another failed tryout, Happy's girlfriend breaks up with him due to his lack of success as a player. So this is like the first. First five ten minutes of the movie. So yeah, so we get what we they're at the hockey tryouts and he's yeah. obviously missed it because he's shit at hockey. He's basically can only hit it. He could basically hit a puck through a wall, but yeah. that's the only thing he can do. Um, so yeah, he they're all skating around and he's doing tryouts for the local team that he's not made for a few years, and then obviously doesn't make it again this year, and then just decides to beat the shit out of that guy in the line. Yeah, he, he kicks the shit. It happens the... a lot in this movie. Yeah. He, he kicks shit into the coach, and then everybody jumps in, and then, yeah, he's kicking in the shit there, kicking the shit into everyone. He's literally <laughs> just booting people and just swinging haymakers and scrapping everyone. It's great. It's so fucking good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then after he's failed the tryout, he goes back to his apartment. And as he's leaving, his girlfriend's leaving as well. And he's like, don't go. I've got Subway. I knew the guy behind the counter. He gave us extra meatballs. <laughs> and then she's basically like, happy. You're a loser. I'm not coming back. You're dragging me down with you. 
yeah. then after this, he tries to catch her on the intercom. <laughs> on the intercom. <laughs> so he's like, oh, oh, please, baby, please don't leave. Come back up here and I'll give you that smoochy smooch. And then um, he, he starts singing the song. What, what does the song go like? I can't remember what this song goes like, but it's fucking hilarious. I, I had to listen to it earlier on. And um, I want to kiss you all over, over and again. I want to kiss you all over. That song. Dun, dun, dun. Till the night closes in. <laughs> Till the night closes in. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> As he's basically having phone sex with uh, the intercom, his girlfriend pops yeah. off and he's having phone... Yeah, she just leaves. Yeah, she, she have, she's having phone, he's having phone sex with a kid and then he cuts... Power to clarify Okay, there's a kid listening in. And then um, <laughs> as as he's singing, the uh, a Chinese delivery woman shows up as well. And then there's a knock at the door and the door opens and he thinks that his girlfriend has come back. But it's just this del- delivery lady. <laughs> it's just this little Chinese lady. Yeah. Um, and then the next morning, uh, Happy learns that his grandmother, uh, he, he gets a phone call from his grandmother. And then he's like, oh, okay, I'll be right over. And then as he leaves, this woman, she's still there in his hockey gym. And she's like, oh, do you not want any breakfast? So Happy broke up with his girlfriend and then had sex with this delivery lady. <laughs> Had sex with a sixty-year-old Chinese lady. <laughs> over nice. and again. But yeah, best way to go over someone's get under someone else, eh? Well, when I was a kid, I always mixed up that song and the song um, from Wedding Singer, the one that's "Somebody Kill Me, Please." Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, that that's where my head was going when we were just talked about the song. Um, so. <laughs> So yes, it's grass. Those two very different songs. Happy, um, ha- happy then goes to his grandmother's house, and Happy learns that his grandmother owes the IRS two hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars in back taxes, and that she has ninety days to pay off the debt, or house will face foreclosure. Happy sends his grandmother to live in a retirement home temporarily until he can pay for her house. Yeah, so, yeah. So yeah, he arrives at the house, and they um. The guy's there and he's basically said that she owes the IRS all this money and he's like, she just didn't pay taxes for what, like 50 years or something. Yeah. And so, yeah, they're all what we get. We got, who is it that plays the IRS agent? Is he someone? I'm sure I've um, looked at that before. Honestly, I have no idea who he is. Robert Smigel. Robert Smigel. What's uh, uh, Robert Smigel done? What do you do when you're at home? Um, he co-wrote the first two Transylvania movies, the Hotel Transylvania movies, and You Don't Mess With the Zohan. Oh, and he's friends with uh, Bob Odenkirk? Oh, he's um, SNL, that's why. Ah, right, okay. Yeah, SNL, SNL. Oh, he's actually in, he's actually in Billy Madison. Who's, who's he in Billy Madison? Mr. Oblak- Oblasky. Don't know who that is. No idea. And, and he comes back in Punch Drunk Oh, he's Love. in fucking everything yep. for the next, like... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, this guy's like the next like six movies. <laughs> All right. So, so yeah. Um, and he's like, Adam Sandler's like, 
you, you can't do do this to her. She she's old. Look at her. She's an old woman. Why are you taking this yeah. stuff? Look at her. She's old. <laughs> but she's so old. <laughs> and then the this IRS agent's like, "You hate me, don't you?" He gets flung out the window, out the door, Fresh Prince of Bel Air style. <laughs> gets thrown off the porch. Yeah. Um, but then I, I I thought I'd wrote more about this. Um. Because this is where we get these, obviously, the two repo men there yeah. and pulling everything outside. So we yeah, get like the but, main. But but before that, we go to the uh, um to to the re- retirement home. Oh, is that okay? Yeah, yeah that, that, that's just before. Thing. So Happy takes his grandmother to the retirement home, and as we're driving into the retirement home, we get the uh, Mister Mister Lady jumping on the car, who appears at the end of all our episodes, and she's just like, yeah. "Get me out of here!" But Happy's like, oh, yeah, this looks like a nice place. Um, just somewhere for you to be for a couple of weeks. And then we, we go to the grandma's, grandmother's room and we're introduced to the warden. Uh, Kal-El? Kal-El? What's Superman's name? Superman's Kal-El, Superman's right? name is Kal-El, yeah. But yeah. he is, I think it's, I think I read it, it's Hal-El. Yeah, hal But no one ever says his name. No. Um, we're introduced to Hal-El, who's like, what, the carer there? And he is played by Ben Stiller. Just yeah, in, in just a get a great Ben, incredible Ben Stiller cameo in this. Yeah. He's hilarious as this guy. Just this horrible, horrible little Nazi like minder of all these old people. Yeah, and then just making them work like in a little sweatshop downstairs, stitching stuff together <laughs> and selling it on. And, and, and Happy's like he he tries to bribe. Uh, Ben Stiller, he's like, oh, t- take this and uh, look after my grandmother, will you? He, yeah. he bribes you with a dollar bill. <laughs> <laughs> it was a one dollar no. bill. And then um, Happy leaves and then uh, Grandma, she's like, oh, I, I'm sorry, could you possibly trouble me to a glass of warm milk? It helps me go to sleep. And then Hal's like, I can trouble you to get a warm glass and shut the hell up. <laughs> look at the badge, Grandma, you're in my world. You will go to sleep, or I will put you to sleep. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> he's just this horrible, abusive. Um, he's so mean in this. He's so mean. I love it. It's so funny. It's it, he's probably one of the funniest parts of uh, the whole movie. Oh, I'd say he's definitely a standout part of the movie. Yeah, oh, one hundred percent. And yeah, he, he pops up throughout the movie as well, which is always. Kind of nice. Yeah, we do just get the random cameos every time. Yeah. Adam Sandler at the, the little home. And then back at the, the grandmother's house, two movers are repossessing Happy's grandmother's furniture. furniture. Um, they challenge him to a long drive contest using his grandfather's old club. With an unorthodox slap shot, shot style swing, Happy hits the ball some 400 yards, winning $40 from the movers. Yeah, so what is it? He's uh, he's annoyed that they're all being like lazy and not yeah. like basically doing anything. They're just stood outside of the house fucking around. Yeah, and he, he's he, at, like he, wants, he wants them to, to get watch, all the stuff out. He, he wants to watch hockey. <laughs> yeah, he's like, <laughs> so he's like, right. so I can go and watch the hockey. Yeah, so what they make a bet to so you can hit the ball the farthest. Yes, so the first guy, the first um, uh, the mover, the first mover is um, do you know Will Sasso? Yeah. Yeah. So the first movie is played by Will Sasso. He's big on yeah. Vine where they shoot lemons out of his mouth. And have you seen <laughs> is that? that why he's famous? <laughs> no, he's done other stuff. 
I know he's in the three students. I mean, I know Will Sasso, he's a comedian, right? But yeah, <laughs> you know, he's famous for shooting fucking lemons out of his mouth. Um, yeah, I'm sure that was Will Sasso. But I, I know him from, he was on a Screen Junkies video on his trailers years ago for Toy Story. And at, oh, the, okay. at the end, he he was Randy Newman. So the guy who sings, you've got a friend in yeah. me. But he was playing Randy Newman as if he had Down syndrome. <laughs> what? Yeah. It, 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 it's some video. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that can't be a... it. Fuck me, Saz. It was like 12 years ago, 10 years ago. So different yeah, times. Makes sense. Yeah. Different times, but yeah, um, I know he... Will Sasso. I'm just looking here. He's the um, he's uh, like the bouncer and like the just the huge guy from um, How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he gets into a fight with Barney and Ted. Ted. Yeah, and, yeah, um, no, I just and he's also one of the new three stooges. I can see him as a stooge, yeah, he's that makes sense. Curly, the bald one, but yeah, it's more but... sense. <laughs> Will Sasso, he can't hit the ball for shit, hits it like 20 yards, Sandler laughs at him, and then they're like, oh, you try hit further. So he smacks it, 400 yards, smashes the window. They're like, oh, beginner's luck, bet you $20, you can't do it again. Smacks it 400 yards, knocks a guy out. And <laughs> yeah, then... <laughs> just points this guy out in his bed, in his room. And then they're like, double quits, hits it 400 yards, smacks a girl. On the second story of the building, and she just falls out <laughs> onto the roof. Presumably, break something. I lo- I love the first the first like little cut shot there, as he hits the ball and like it cuts to the ball in flight. But yeah. it, the, the, the little like flight um clip is just so long. It just keeps going and going and going. I I love the ball flight shots in this movie. It's so fucking funny. I could. I don't know how they did it. It blows me away. Um, and then, yeah, so uh, Happy wins the $40 from uh, from the movers. And then, mm. as a result, he realizes, oh, maybe I can make some money from this and help my grandmother out. So he goes to the local driving range to hustle some more golfers, basically doing the same thing. 20 bucks, bet you can can't outdrive me. And then people people are doing the same. And then... Here he meets PGA professional Chubbs Peterson, and he is a former golf golf star who lost his hand in an alligator attack. Chubbs urges Happy to enter the local tournament where the winner will earn an automatic spot on the professional golf tour. Desperate to take back his grandmother's house, Happy accepts after Chubbs informs of the significant prize money involved. So yeah. Yeah, so we get him... Uh, like yeah, he's at the he's at the driving range. Happy is obviously sorry. Happy's nailing all these balls down the range, and we get Chubbs, who's very, very bored, giving golf yeah. lessons to fat old people who <laughs> nothing better to do. Yeah, and yeah, so like, uh, obviously yeah, there's quite gr- a crowd. Uh, great shot! Oh, well done, you. Oh, go on, go for it. And then somebody suggests that Happy enters the Woodbury Open the next day, and yeah, it, it just piques uh, Chubbs' interest, doesn't it? Yeah, so he's like, oh, I'm a hockey player, not a golf player. Like, I'm yeah. fucking going to play in a golf open. So, um, after driving, Sandler just jumps into the uh, baseball cage to toughen himself up for <laughs> for hockey next year. It's just <laughs> so t- fucking funny. 
<laughs> just, just takes a couple of baseballs to the chest and to the head and yeah jump. what's it the, that kid's the kid's playing on like 70 miles an hour or something yeah. and he, he like pulls him out and turns it all the way up and just starts there getting fucking railed by these balls um, <laughs> then when Chubbs and Happy are having their conversation the kid decides to jump in as well and take takes a ball to the chest and just eats shit straight away and goes down just disappears off camera <laughs> yeah but um, yeah Chubbs is talking about his history as a golfer and he's yeah. like um he mentions the uh, gold jacket and he's like, oh, uh, do what I can do, win the gold jacket. Um, they kick me off the tour and then Sandra's like, oh, I'm sorry, is it because you're black? <laughs> and he's like, no, damn alligator took my hand. And then we, we learn about the alligator down in Florida fighting off Chubbs' hand. Yes. <laughs> and then I, I, I never realised as a kid, but did you notice how far that hand comes out of the sleeve? Oh, it's like, that hand is haunting. <laughs> that wooden hand is just the worst thing. Uh, it's so good. It's, such a it's, it's so ridiculous. Like like you say, like his arm is an extra like foot long, like an extra like two feet long. Yeah, you, you can tell that he's got his actual hand inside the sleeve and he's holding on. <laughs> it's not even like it's taped on it's just holding this wooden thing yeah um, <laughs> and then as Chubbs is t- talking to Happy about entering the uh, tournament he decides to practice his hockey shots and he smacks Chubbs hand like 50 feet away and then Chubbs is like yeah, oh, don't worry it's uh, it's strong it's made out of good wood and next, next thing you know a lorry just drives <laughs> over it <laughs> just obliterates this wooden fake hand um, but yeah, Chubbs, Chubbs is like, oh, you'll get paid, blah, blah, blah. And then Happy decides, enter the next day after Woodbury Open. So after yeah. Woodbury, Woodbury Open, we meet Shooter McGavin, uh, arrogant pro who thinks he's God's gift to golf, Doug, the chairman of the board, and Virginia Venet, head of public relations on the pro tour. So Shooter McGavin is Chris McDonald's character, just a very cocky, very arrogant, very stuck up golfer type who yeah very, classic just very much wanker. exists in the real world yeah just um meet him meet virginia vennett who is julie bowen and she's like head of pr trying to get people involved with golf as much as possible yeah she's like does all the like, i guess the, all the press and yeah me- media coverage and stuff like that and then yeah. doug doug who's just the boss of the whole thing, who's the director of this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then at the start of this uh, tournament, Happy is struggling with the world of golf, not understanding what the caddy is, the proper etiquette of golf, or how to behave on the golf course. That's so, so funny, where his, <laughs> his caddy just fucking picks up his clubs and he just jumps on him and beats the shit out of him. <laughs> the push. That kid hits the floor like a sack of shit. <laughs> <laughs> that kid's so skinny as well and he fucking creams him <laughs> well, he, 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 he has to be 15 at most oh, that... <laughs> Sandler just pushes him full pelt he's like probably 40 kilos like 7 stone piss wet through <laughs> he oh. just gets fucking launched yeah 
<laughs> and then after this, Happy just like, God, uh, look out for me out there. Just make sure I don't do anything stupid. And after he says this, like straight away, he's just standing in front of the guy who's about to tee off. And then they're like, uh, Mr. Gilmore, uh, this guy's about to tee off. Please boot. And then he goes up to the caddy and like, oh, nice one helping me out there, dipshit. <laughs> he's like, where were you on that one, dipshit? <laughs> um, um, yeah, so uh, Happy Gilmore's really struggling. Um, yeah, so, so he's struggling with his pay, play, but Chubbs reminds him that it's all in the hips while striving and to send the ball home whilst putting. So we get the classic scene of Chubbs going up behind Sandler, grabbing him. It's all in the hips. All in the hips. Sandler broke character. Happy Gilmore broke character here, 100%. Oh, yeah, because he like, he, like, laughs. He laughs. Like, Get off of me. <laughs> like, that, that was 100% break of character. Oh, no doubt. Like, 100% that's why, but I'm glad they left that in because yeah. it just makes it fuck it. Because that's like a genuine reaction as well. You're like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> um, just grinding on him from behind in front of all these people. Um, yeah, it, it's all in the hips and just send the ball home. Again, two very quotable parts of this movie and things go that people home, would know. Ball. Yeah. Get your home. Why won't you just go home? Are you too good for your home ball? <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he's really struggling. And then his first hole... He takes like four shots to get it uh, on on the green. He takes like four putts to get it in. And um, yeah, so he's obviously like he's really good at driving tr- the ball because he can hit it. it. Yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah, but then once it's on the green, there's no finesse. No, not at all. And there's these two crowd members, and they're just say, saying stuff. And then as soon, when he gets it in, a guy goes, "Oh yeah, finally he gets it in." And then a happy girl just goes up to him, "Oh yeah, finally I got it in." And then pulls up his shirt over his head. Pulls it off and then just knocks him in the. <laughs> <laughs> this that's why the first half of this is like he assaults like eight people. <laughs> just yeah, that's being the show random. Um, yeah, ha- you know that's um, it's uh, Kevin Nealon. What? One of the the, the guy, I'm pretty sure it's either the guy he punches or the one next to him. No, no, uh, He's, um, Kevin Nealon pops up later on as um the guy that happens. Is Kevin Nealon not the? Guy who's like, oh, you should try out for the no the tournament. No, I, I think that's a completely different guy. Kevin Nealon comes up. I know it's Kevin Nealon because his name is ridiculous. <laughs> Why? What's his name? <laughs> his name is Gary Potter. <laughs> what? It's Gary Potter. Oh, fuck it. This is in um, 95 as well, so really. yeah. Gary Potter. Um, so, <laughs> Happy assaults a crowd member after the um, snide comments regarding Happy's putt in. Throughout the tournament, Happy's play improves and he scores a hole in one. Happy's yet again struggling to putt on the last hole, but Chubbs reminds him to just tap it in. Tap it in. Tap it in. Tap, 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 tap. tap Oh, so this, because this is. This isn't the professional tournament, right? That's no. Get mixed up at. This, this is just a local one, yeah. Th- this is the local one for Happy to get on the yeah, pro yeah. tour. Yeah, 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 yeah. So on the last hole, after the whole tap it in thing, again, very quotable part of the movie, Happy wins the tournament and Virginia Verit introduces herself to Happy to congratulate him on winning. They discuss the prize for the tournament in the future and they are excited to see each other again. Chubbs wants Happy to practice more before going on the pro tour, but Happy refuses because he needs the money for his grandmother's house. 
So yeah. Yeah. Very straightforward. He's on the pro tour. Chubbs wants to take him away to practice for a bit more, but he's like, nah, I'm going, going alone. And then we, we don't really see Chubbs then until... Yeah, we don't get him until later on in the movie. No, I, he, he was in this a lot less than what I remember. Yeah, because there's a big gap, like, yeah, not massive, but there's, there's a decent-sized chunk where he's not in it for a bit. No, yeah, like, it, it, it's surprisingly big. Um, then, after this, Happy goes to visit his grandmother, who is currently in an extended period of arts and crafts, because Halel has set up a sweatshop where he gets the residents of the nursing home to create quilts. That's what I mean. He's, he's on the phone as well, and he's, like, yeah. negotiating his little prices. <laughs> like, I, go fuck me on this, Randy. Yeah, I was like, I said $250 a quilt. Don't try to fuck me on this. <laughs> <laughs> and then this one... <laughs> Woman goes up to him and he's like, "My hands are bleeding. My hands hurt." Like, your hands hurt? Well, congrats. You're on landscaping duty. <laughs> and just makes him go do hard labor outside. He's such a little <laughs> bastard, but he's so funny in this role. Bed still is so oh. like his little mustache and his right little face. Yeah, it, it, it's, he's such a funny character. But he's he's so funny in it. Um, he's so good. <laughs> Happy takes his grandmother back to her room and Hylel is spied on them to make sure that she doesn't let Happy know how awful the place is. So back in her room, Happy's grandmother's like looking out the window and Hylel is just over the other side. Like, yes. oh, yeah, looking through, just like, I'm keeping my eyes on you kind of thing. And keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Um, and then Happy's grandmother complains that the air conditioning unit isn't working, so he tries to fix it. So he taps it, and then he just falls out the window and uh, lands on the Mr. Mr. Lady. <laughs> just drops the AC fucking three floors. Mr. Mr. Yeah. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. So, that fuck you up. Oh, big time. But, yeah. Um, 
Next thing we know, uh, Happy attends the mixer for the golf tournament. Yeah, Happy meets uh, the arrogant pro Shooter McGavin, who disapproves of Happy's lack of golf etiquette. As a prank, Shooter invites Happy to the ninth green at nine o'clock. At mm-hmm. nine o'clock, the sprinkler goes off and soaks Happy. Yeah, so they give him the old go to the ninth at nine. It's where all the pros go for a little, uh, like a little party, a little yeah. soiree later on. A little rendezvous. So he gets all dressed up in his nice little and his little blazer and his little suit, and yep. then he gets off. sprinkled. <laughs> um, but after this mixer, not much really happens. Everybody, no, so everybody yeah, so in the gold jackets, and we learn that Shooter wants to win the gold jacket, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'll, I'll get it. What in three weeks' time, kind of thing," because he he's the only pro there that hasn't got his uh, gold jacket, and then. Um, after Happy gets soaked, uh, Happy runs into Virginia and she tells Happy how worried Shooter is that there's a new guy on the tour and who has the potential to steal Shooter's thunder. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happens. Actually. Yeah. Because then what happens after that? She he, she sees him on the so, way back from yeah. getting pissed wet through. Yeah. And then she's like, yeah, don't worry about Shooter. He's just worried that you, you're going to upstage him. Yeah. And then we're at the AT&T Invitational Tournament. And the first person we meet here is Otto, played by Alan Covert. He's there. He's there. He's a a tramp. Our good friend Alan Covert is back. (laughs) Every movie so far, pretty much, apart from (laughs) Mixed Nuts. I I didn't realize. Like, I I know he pops up in these movies, but he's, he's a producer on them all. Yeah, I can imagine so. Yeah. Gets a but, producing credit just for doing fuck all. Like, he actually works in the Happy Madison offices daily as, yeah. like, a big-time producer. He's not just Sandler's mate who Sandler calls in for, like... He's <laughs> really come and do a cameo on yeah. holiday for three weeks. Yeah, yeah. sweet, let's go. Like, he, he does a lot behind the scenes as well. Um, but, yeah, Otto is uh, cleaning windshields for extra cash, and then he later becomes... Happy's caddy because the tour tournament hasn't provided him with. Um, Happy's introduced to Gary Potter, played by Kevin Nealon, who gives ha- um, gives him some advice about playing golf. He talks about Happy's positive aura and says Happy needs to harness the good energy and block out the bad. And he's like, it's a carousel. You've just got to take in the light and block out. You're going up and down, up and down. Just some crackhead hippie bullshit. That he's like, yeah. what are you on about? <laughs> Um, and then Happy thinks uh, Gary is a psychopath because <laughs> after this whole thing, Happy just goes, "That guy's a psycho." Um, that guy's a fucking psychopath. And again, though Happy is a powerful drive, his button is terrible, and his bu- bad behavior draws the attention of Commissioner Doug, uh, Doug Thompson. So first of all, Happy is failing the putt, and he just loses his shit and starts swearing. And Doug is watching on TV from the office, and he's like, "Who's this guy's?" Um, get Virginia in here. I need to talk about uh, this Happy Gilmore. Um, Happy's continuing to play well until he's struggling to putt once more. Gary tells Happy that the ball belongs in the hole. It's home. Happy loses his temper with the ball and starts asking why he doesn't want to go home. Happy eventually loses his uh, cool so much he throws the flag at the cameraman. So this scene is the classic shot from this movie. Sandal on the yeah, floor screaming at a golf ball. Yeah, because it's what like even on the on the DVD cover, this is like that is like the DVD cover. Yeah, picture of I, I, I think this is probably 
the shot from the movie that we're going to use on this probably. cover. Yeah. Like, it's probably the most iconic uh, shot from the, uh, from the movie. Just him screaming <laughs> at that ball on the floor. <laughs> Why'd you go home, ball? You too good. You too good for your home. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then, yeah, he, he just fucking pole vaults the flag of this cameraman. He just falls yeah, off. Absolutely. Falls off the tower, and then um, Thompson's trying to kick Cappy off the tour, but Venet convinces him to keep him because the viewership is the uh, television ratings are extremely high. Attendance to golf tournaments are selling out because yeah. of this guy, and attendance is up. And there's a bunch of new sponsorship offers coming in, which is like, listen, I'll deal with him. I'll make sure he doesn't lose pool again, and I'll make sure that he's well behaved from now on. No, yeah, so basically, he's just causing all kinds of shit, but yeah. then she explains to the guy who's in charge, look, he's causing all this ruckus, but we're making so much money that it basically... We need to keep him. Yeah. Um, Which is fair enough. Like, happens a lot. Yeah. Like, think about all the madmen in sport. Happy's come dead last in this tournament and goes to celebrate by having a beer. In the bar, Happy runs into shoot there, and he isn't pleased that Happy is taking all the limelight. They both get into a confrontation and Happy promises he's going to kick Shooter's ass and win the tournament. Happy threatens Shooter with a glass ball he has just smashed over the bar and Virginia Venet has to break uh, things up. Shooter says Happy is going to pay. Happy says he's going to take some hay. He can make things out of clay and that he may lay by the bay. <laughs> this, this is one of my favourite scenes. Just because when they're in the bar and he just says like one thing to him. And it's not even like a real argument. And he just gets the ball and just immediately attempts to just slash him over. <laughs> like, there's, there's almost no exclamation there. He's just, they're having a slight argument and he just goes to kill him. Shooter says to Happy, don't turn your back on me. And then Sandler just smashes this ball and just goes, goes to shank him straight away. Ugh. There's no hesitation either. It's just like, nah, fuck this guy. <laughs> Straight away. Um, but then, yeah, the, the whole uh, scene just ends with Sandler doing a little rhyme, which is... Yeah, dude, just trying to piss him off. And just, just <laughs> which is just ridiculously shit. funny. And then Virginia tells a happy here that he can improve his performance and behaviour and get kicked off the tournament. Next uh, tournament, straight away, uh, during the 77th annual Cleveland Classic, Happy has drawn a large fan base. One of his supporters is his previous boss, Mr. Larson, who he met in the opening credits, with Happy yes. previously shot in the head with a nail gun. Um, Happy is tired of how quiet golf is as a sport, and he encourages his fans to cheer and celebrate along with him as he's playing. So, Happy is he's just encourage this crowd to be as loud as possible, to enjoy as much as possible, to do as much as possible. And then this eventually leads to everybody else getting super pissed off with him. Because um, well, he's, he's what? He's used to the hockey, like, hockey crowd. scenario where you're in like a stadium, everyone's chatting, going crazy and drinking and getting, having a great time. Yeah. And he's, yeah, he's coming to golf where it's Dead the quiet. complete opposite of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mr. Larson intimidates Shooter as he's about to tee off and then he just Bends his nine iron in half. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he gives him some shit and then yeah, yeah, he, he grabs goes, um, the golf club and snaps he, it like a. He's like, shooter, um, Happy Gilmore was here earlier. He 
hit the green and then Shooter turns around like, I don't give a damn what happy get-. and he just looks looks up at uh, Mr. Larson. It's like a seven foot eight giant. He's massive. He's not a small bloke. Yeah, well, well he's, he was Jaws in um, James Bond, wasn't he? Yeah. He's a big guy. And then, yeah, sh- Shooter just kind of backs off and chickens out. So Mr. Larson just pulls out one of Shooter's clubs and just bends the whole thing completely in half. Um, Happy's introduced a variety of new supporters to the game of golf. These people love to party, love to drink. The antics of these supporters, knowing the other pros, such as Shooter, like we've said. Um, then the next scene is Happy and Otto, they're on the green, and Happy's like, oh, um, that looks like a pretty straight putt to me. And Otto's like, nah, I think it uh, veers off to the left. And Happy's like, oh, that's because you're only wearing one shoe. <laughs> See, that they're like my favourite Adam Sandler jokes, where it's just like something so simple, but it's just so unexpected and it's just fucking gold. <laughs> just the shot of Alan Covert's feet. <laughs> One foot in a shoe, the other's yeah. not. It was... <laughs> camera, just, camera just pans down. <laughs> and then um, after this, uh, Happy's signing a bunch of autographs and he's signing this woman's chest. And then next thing you know, a grandma who's having Shooter's autograph goes up to Happy as well, rips open her top to get her breast signed as well. Um, it, in this tournament, the uh, 77th annual Cleveland Classic, uh, Happy's come 45th uh, due to missing a putt, but he does refrain from freaking out and throwing his putt. So on the 18th, he misses his uh, putt. Doug's watching it on the tee. Happy goes to throw it, but then he's like, oh, wait, I'm going to calm down, or i got to go. Yeah, so he... Just decides not to do it and then just puts the ball away. Yeah, he's he's learning how to go. Yeah, uh, straight away on to the next uh, tournament. During the Visa Everglades tournament, Happy takes a shot and his ball is swallowed by an alligator. The same alligator who bit off Chubb's hands many years ago. Once Happy realizes this is the same alligator, he rushes after it and kills it. This is so funny. <laughs> He just, yeah, he goes over and he goes to get the ball out of the water and the alligator just opens its mouth and it's like, come on. And it's just less rested in its mouth, like, come get it, come get it, come on. And then he sees, obviously, like, yeah, the alligator's only got one hand left. Oh, sorry, only got one eye eye left. Yeah. And yeah, he notices it's on the golf course. It's probably going to be the same one. And then he just fucking goes in and, like, body slams this alligator (laughs) and puts it in a headlock. And he's just ragdolling it around this lap. <laughs> I, I I don't think we mentioned earlier, but Chubbs, after he got his hand bit off, ripped out the alligator's eye and just keeps it in a jar in his pocket. Oh yeah, yeah, we did. We Chubbs at his little, but his yeah, formaldehyde eye. Yeah, he he goes uh, full crocodile Dundee here and just yeah, <laughs> he just gets in and just picks it up and smashes it around, K- kicks the shit into a uh, this alligator. Um, <laughs> Happy comes 21st in this tournament and slowly becomes a better golfer. Um, Shooter's unhappy with Happy's involvement with the tournament and believes Happy is ruining the sport and requests that Doug kicks him off the tournament. Doug disagrees and Shooter decides to take things in his own hands. So yeah, Shooter wants to get rid of Happy because jealous pretty much. Yeah, I think one of my favourite things in this scene, gee, keep saying this for like every scene now, but you know, good maybe. <laughs> Is when um he's he's getting paid and he's obviously he comes like either last or like second last and 
everyone that comes first obviously is getting those massive checks and he's like now i want to get paid now and he's like well i don't have anything to pay you now he's like, just give me one of those giant checks and so there's just a lot of little montage and he's just he's just got like 50 of those like four foot checks just in the back of his car oh um <laughs> this ipad of mine's about to die oh jeez. don't worry i'll uh i'll say I, I i've got it up to you anyway um so um, Happy rings his grandmother and tells her that he almost has all the money needed to pay off the debt. Happy, ha- happy, happy then runs into Virginia and asks her out on a date after she asks him about snapping a rake. She agrees, but only as friends. Mm-hmm. So they, they run to each other and Happy's like, oh, I've been uh, well behaved. And she's like, uh, what about that rake you snapped on the 15th old of the woods? <laughs> And he's like, oh, that rake had it coming or whatever he says. <laughs> I, is it? I don't, it might not be this. Is it something he's like, well, the rake was made of wood, so I'll just put it yeah. back in the woods where it's from. <laughs> that, that, that's the line that he says. Um, but yeah, then, then he asks her out on a date and she's like, yeah, okay, um, but just as friends. So he takes her to his, his favorite place, the ice ring. The light, lights dim and endless love starts playing. Virginia and Happy skate together and talk about their mem- memories regarding the song. Happy Happy remembers having a crush on Brooke Shields and sending her a letter, but receiving one back in his grandmother's handwriting. Happy then tells Virginia about the whole situation with his grandmother's house and about the money that he needs to raise to get it back. And then he places a bet with Virginia for a kiss, saying that if she scores, Happy will leave her alone. But if she misses, she has to give him a kiss. So she, she takes the slap shot and she scores. But despite scoring, Virginia still wants to kiss Happy and they share their first kiss with the Zamboni driver watching and singing along to Endless Love. Is it? <laughs> Does that... Oh, fuck. I'm sure I read somewhere that the Zamboni driver was someone, but I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. Oh, um, but this is a great scene. It, it's so funny. Um yeah. No, fuck no. I don't think I can find it. But the, the, the way that the, the shot of the Zamboni driver second and, it, and his head his head is like turned on half of the screen and then just with the light coming down. Yeah, it, it's yeah. like a pr- proper music video, and I, I laughed so much at this. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> it's a great scene. And then, <laughs> uh, but yeah, they share their first kiss. And uh, they do, and, and and they're falling for each other. Next tournament uh, is the Pepsi Pro AM event. Happy is paired with a celebrity partner, Bob Barker. Happy plays poorly because Shooter hires a heckler, Donald, to antagonize him and call him a jackass. Hey, this guy's so funny in this movie. Yeah. I loved this. <laughs> just when I was a kid, you just get him just random points. Just you jackass, <laughs> jackass, screaming at him. But yeah, um, this heckler, every single time Happy goes to take a shot, he should just calls Happy a jackass and then he scuffs it and it's in the woods, it's, it's down on the down on the beach. And the more Happy messes up, um, the more Barker gets frustrated with playing with him. And then Yeah, it's this is so funny though. Yeah. And then... So good. He's just absolutely just demoralizing him, and Bob Barker's just like, "Hey, I won this thing last year." Yeah, <laughs> and then Bob Barker and Happy Gilmore get into a fist fight. 
Just <laughs> like a five minute long. I don't know one. how this happens, but it's just so fucking funny. It's do, do, do you know who? So Dennis Dugan was like, "Oh Bob, we think we need a stuntman in to do this." And Bob Bob Bark was like, "The only way I'm going to do this movie is if I can actually fight Adam Sandler." Because Bob Bark was like a black belt in some sort of martial arts, and he was trained by Chuck Norris. What? What yeah. have you just told me? Uh, yeah. There's no way this is real. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure it's real. Um, but yeah, they get into like a five minute long fist fight. Bob goes down, he gets back up. San Happy goes down, he gets back up. Bob goes down again. The tumbler down the hill, just body shots, headshots, everything. And then eventually Bob Barker was the fight. And Bob Barker just cracks it. <laughs> And what does what, what does Bob Barker finish with? It's like the price is wrong, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> the price is wrong. No, that's, isn't that that's Adam Sandler's line? <laughs> and he like no, because he like kicks him down the hill, and he like yeah. fucking oh. thinks he's dead, and he's like the price is wrong, bitch. What does Barker finish with? He finishes with something. He does say something. Oh, the price is right, bitch. Whatever. <laughs> It's got to be something to do with the prices, right, surely? Yeah, um, because this fight, Happy is fined $25,000 and given a one-month suspension from the tour, jeopardizing his chance to save his grandmother's house until Virginia secures him an endorsement deal with Subway. Oh, Subway. So second time for Subway to pop up these movies after Cornheads. Um, wow, true, yeah. So yeah, um, Sandler gets an endorsement deal with Subway and then he can pay off, he can get the house back. Um, did you want to mention the ad? What? It's, this is where he um, he hits the subway and it, it when it lands in someone's mouth, is it? Like, it just... <laughs> yeah. It just fucking nails it and it goes down the road. And it, who does... Is it anyone or is it just a random? I think it's just a random. <laughs> but, but this footlong just lands in this guy's mouth. Just perfectly. Yeah. Um... So then, uh, Sander, we're watching the trailer. We're watching the advert in um, the nursing home with Sander's grandmother. And it's like, oh, come on. We can go get the house. But as they arrive to the house, the house is put up for auction where Shooter spitefully outbids Happy. Yeah, so he's just trying to fuck him off. And yeah, just like, big time. Just get in his head. So Sander says 275000 and then Shooter's like three hundred and fifty, and Sandler has not got the money. Happy hasn't got the money no. to, to to pay that at all. Um, so Shooter offers the house to Happy on the condition that he is to quit golf. Happily initially accepts, but Virginia talks to him talks him out of it, telling him that his grandmother would rather see Happy be successful. Yeah, so he just wants to basically, he's only doing this to get his house back for his grandma. And he basically yeah. sees it that he's done that now. So he, he can quit golf, but. Yeah, he's um, basically done what he set out to. But Virginia's like, listen, keep on playing golf. We'll get the money some other way. Your grandmother wants to see you succeed doing this. Um, so Happy strikes a deal with Shooter for the upcoming tour championship. If Happy wins, Shooter will return the house. But if Shooter wins, Happy will quit golf forever. And this is where we get Shooter saying, I'm going to win because I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. And then Happy goes, you eat pieces of shit for breakfast? And then Shooter's like, no! <laughs> you eat pieces of shit for breakfast? <laughs> Such a good line. Um, oh, God. 
So, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, this is probably the line that most people know from the movie. I think yeah, I'd say it's a very, very well-known line from the movie. I'd, uh, I'd wear that on a t-shirt. 100%. Probably. That's a good t-shirt. That's a very good t-shirt. Um, so after they after they agree to this deal, Happy seeks out Chubbs, who is um, who helps him improve his uh, short game by practicing at a mini golf course. Happy is still struggling with his short game and eventually loses his temper with a with an animatronic animatronic clown who keeps laughing at him for failing to take the putt. Yeah. Oh fuck! This is so good. Yeah. So, so we're at the mini golf course. We'll try it out so a diff- good. different couple of holes, and then we get to the final hole. And it's just an extended scene of Happy trying to get this ball up the clown's tongue into the mouth. But as soon as it gets into the mouth, the clown just spits it back out of him and just laughs. <laughs> yeah, so we get like, well, we get a few different holes in this. And yeah. then he, yeah, he goes to the clown and he just can't make the clown thing. So they like, they go to a different one. Or is it, no, it, or it, it, we, we, they we end with a clown. Because we definitely end with the clown. We, we end with the clown, but there's a bunch of different holes before. There, yeah. there, there's one point where you like, I, I think they're like candy canes or it's something, the... and he smacks oh, those because yeah. he can't uh, can't sink the putt there. But it's <laughs> but it's on on the clown where he loses his cool properly. Yeah, he just the clown <laughs> spits the ball back out at him, and he just absolutely goes to town at it with his cool. Yeah, but well, he, he gets it in the mouth like three times. Then... Why is he like? Who's laughing now, clown? <laughs> yeah, the clowns are like. <laughs> 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 and then, yeah, Sandler just takes this clown's nose off completely, just for a baseball <laughs> swing. And then he's like, yeah, who's laughing now, clown? <laughs> um, it's so fucking good. When I worked in a miniature golf course, we had... Fucking of course clown. you worked in a miniature golf course. We, we, we had this, uh, we had the clown hole, exactly the same, in New Zealand. And that was fucking horrible. Oh, God. Try, trying to get it up that clown's tongue. Um, uh, yeah, so <laughs> I'll leave that alone. Um, at this point, Chubbs tells Happy he needs to find his happy place to help him concentrate. So, in his happy place, um, you see Virginia in her underwear serving beer, his grandmother hitting big on the slots, wolves dressed up as cowboys. So, we go into like this little yes. dream sequence. We get a little happy place with um, an absolute classic in uh, Tuesday's Gone by Leonard Skinner. Yeah, and then go, go into his happy place. Uh, this helps Happy successfully sink the putt. And then, as a thanks for his coaching, Happy presents Chubbs with the head of the alligator that bit off his hand. But a startled Chubbs falls out a window to his death. This is so good. He's <laughs> just in the room and he's got a little blanket, like the little basket, and he's like, hey, Chubbs, I got something for you. It's like, you know that alligator? You know, you got his eye? Well, I got his head. <laughs> he just pulls it out. And he just oh he shits himself and just falls completely through the window. <laughs> falls backwards out um yeah out, out the window and just cocks it straight away, <laughs> just straight to his death. Um now now determined to win the tour championship for both Chubbs and his grandmother. Um happy and shoot a pair together during the tournament and are trying constantly trying to one up each other in both golf and sass. So yeah. We get a little montage of them playing like the first nine or ten holes, and they're just going back and forth, back and forth. 
Yeah, so they they obviously get the the start and what they're trying to pile each other up. He says like, I'm just gonna I'm gonna play this game dedicated to Chubbs, and he's yeah. like, No, I'm gonna <laughs> play this game dedicated to Chubbs. But yeah, no, they're just going back and forth and having a real close golf. Yeah. Um, so contest, I guess. This tournament, it's a three day thing. So, so after the first day, shooters win by a single point. Um, during the second day and the th- second and third day of the tournament, both are still at it, trying to beat, beat each other. At the end of the day, shooter has fallen to second place, and Happy is now in the lead. Desperate to win the Tour Championship, which has never been done before, Shooter once again calls on Donald, who's the heckler from Earth. Um, On the final day, Happy seems unstoppable until Donald drives his car onto the course and hits Happy and then crashes in TV teller. (laughs) He just drives (laughs) on and runs him, just runs him down in the middle of the fairway. Yep. Uh, because Happy's just been run over by a car. He uh, sustains a shoulder injury, and this robs him of his long drive ability and his focus. Okay? So, yeah, we get Happy. He's, he's, he's going well all movie. Now yeah. now we get some uh, some controversy. We get we get some, some hills to overcome. Yeah, he, he's taking the shots, and he's in agony. Um, this agony... Uh, causes Shooter to eventually take the lead and Happy tries to go back to his happy place uh, to help him concentrate on the game once more. Uh, the happy place seems normal at first with Virginia in her underwear serving beer but quickly takes a turn as Shooter shows up and starts making out with her and Happy's grandmother who turns into Gene Simmons from Kiss. Yeah, so you get the... We get the new happy place and everything's just in black. <laughs> yeah. And then Sh- Shooter turns up in his uh, T-Bird's jacket yeah, then, <laughs> yeah. Jacket. Then, uh, he, he was in he was in Christopher McDonald was in Greece 2 as his team I was going to say you're not about to try and blag me that Christopher <laughs> McDonald was in Greece I'm fucking not having this. he was in Greece 2 with a I don't know who's in Greece 2 there's a Greece 2 yeah is it and a Cre- sequel is it a remake is it it's a sequel direct sequel sequel to what Greece there's- yeah, but like, it's it's like, a, like that. That movie had a fucking plot line, did it? it? It's a new, uh, new cast of high schoolers. I think the only returning character is um, Frenchie, and I think it might be Michelle Pfeiffer. It is Michelle Pfeiffer's <laughs> in this movie. What the fuck? Does it say Max Chris Colby? Does it say Christopher McDonald? Can't see him. Oh, it doesn't it, see him in the cast. I'm sure he no, is. I'm not. It's not. He's not coming up here. Oh. <laughs> why do I think uh, why do you think he's in Grease 2 Christopher McDonald Grease 2 yeah he is oh he's one of the T-Birds yeah from Grease 2 alright so he's not on the cast list up the top but he is one of the T-Birds yeah so he rocks up in his T-Bird jacket and sticks his tongue down uh, Billy's uh, Happy's grandmother's throat that's a good little reference. That's all. <laughs> um, this, this trip to the happy place causes Happy to completely lose his cool and messes up the rest of his game. After a surprise visit from his grandmother, who tells him that the house is not important to her and she just wants to see Happy be happy, Happy visits visits his happy place once more, and everything is back to normal. Except this time, Chubbs is present with both hands playing the piano 
and singing we've only just begun <laughs> another good scene yeah it's like happy look both hands got my hands back <laughs> um after this happy and shoot to continue their game happy starts to play well and shooter gets more and more annoyed shooters and happy with the crowd and their antics on the 18th hole happy takes first shot and it lands just short of the hole shooter takes his shot and it goes into the woods and lands on the foot of Mr. The rules of golf state you have to play where the ball lies and shooter has to play from Mr. Larson's shoe. Yeah, so yeah. he's just basically got to play his last, or one of his last shots off this guy's foot. Yeah. And this guy <laughs> hates giant him. foot. <laughs> uh, a television tower damaged earlier on by Donald falls over and blocks the green. As stated earlier, you have to play the ball, uh, play as the ball lies. Virginia suggests that Happy plays around the tower and takes him to sudden death. Happy decides against this and uses the memory of Chubbs to help him miraculously use the fallen tower as a Rube Goldberg machine to sink his putt for the win and the gold jacket. Yeah, so we get the scene before when they're at the mini golf and he, they yeah. play in one of the holes and it's like the earthquake scene and everything like comes crashing down and you basically have to like rigmarole your way through this, like, like you were saying about the Rube Goldberg machine. And yeah, so when they're obviously at the, they're at the golf tournament and there's a lot of fans they are obviously all trying to watch and then they all climb on the TV tower and it collapses. Yeah. Oh no, or... Yeah, so, so the car goes into it and then a fan tries to climb Oh, up. sorry, yeah, the car... And then... Yeah, they're all trying to climb up and then the fucking car climb, crashes into it and collapses the tower. Yeah. And then Happy uses this structure to help him... So, so you just see the ball going, let it eyes, just come yeah. back to the crowd following it, classic. Just, <laughs> just all the little noises going on, like, yeah. Ding, dong, <laughs> yeah, all that, and then um, the crowd just in awe, and then he uh, sinks the shot, wins the tournament, and wins the gold jacket. Uh, Shooter tries to steal the winner's gold jacket, but is assaulted by a mob of fans led by Happy's imposing Xbox boss, Mr. Larson. So we get this. He's chasing him down, like everyone's chasing yeah. him down the fair. He's like, hey, <laughs> Mr. McGavin, I believe your jacket belongs to Happy Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, after this, the um, to finish the movie, Happy takes back his grandmother's house, sees the vision of a two-handed chubs with Abraham Lincoln and the alligator in heaven, and they sell and he celebrates with his grandmother, Virginia, and his caddy, Otto. Yeah, this was confusing, but I'm just hilarious. Like, I don't, I don't know the fucking thing. Yeah, so they they go back to the house, and Happy's just glad that he can. See yeah, I know, I know, but I just don't understand why Ram Lincoln's there in the thing. Because he's a true American hero. That is true. That man abolished slavery, man. That man did abolish slavery. And then got shot. And got shot in a theater. And then shot right in the back. And then the, the movie ends. And I have to sit through the credits because, um, oh, whoa, whoa, it's magic, you know, you know. was uh, playing. And I, I, I just sat through the whole thing and Netflix tried to play whatever was next. I'm like, no, Netflix, go back to go back to the credits. I don't want your stupid 15-second <laughs> <15 second> timer. <laughs> um, Jesus. So, yeah, before we move on to accolades and trivia and goofs and mess this thing up. Matt, what is your score for this podcast? Oh. Happy Gilmore. Hmm. Your highest so far is Airheads with seven. 
Well, this is a lot better. I'm going to give this like a solid, like a 9.4. 9.4. And Matt, so you got 9.4 sandbags out of 10. What sort of flood could the 9.4 sandbags stop? I reckon it could stop the sprinklers on the ninth hole. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes. I've been waiting for weeks to like think of something that you would have. Yes. Uh, I, <laughs> <I've been trying. laughs> I I don't think I, I will be able to rate a movie higher than this. the only movie I think that could potentially get higher than this for me is Fifty First Dates. Oh, I you were gonna say Uncut Gems. Or possibly Uncut Gems. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. But, but I, I honestly I think The Waterboy is probably on par with this. And I think when we watch it, <laughs> it's genuinely hilarious. I, I'm going to have... I, I think I'm going to put this in the nines. No, I'm not. I'm going to be very conservative with this and give this an 8.6. Ooh. I just feel like if this is... Well, obviously, we've got a rating of 10. There's not going to be many higher than this. No. So I feel like I'm happy with a 9.4, if there is any higher. Well, I, I've put 8.6 in now, so I can't change it. No. As soon as I type it in, it's wait. You've not said, you've not yeah. you've not said how what what um, um how many sandbags. So my my eight point six sandbags could stop the flow of Heineken out of that bottle after Happy Gilmore smashes it over a bar. <laughs> nice. Uh, and uh, yeah, and then to, to finish off, Matt, I've got a couple of awards that this be won and was nominated for. So the first one here is the MTV Movie Awards. Sandler was nominated for the Best Actor Role in a Comedy. And Sandler and Bob Barker won the first ever Best Fight Award. Nice. I reckon it's probably worthy of that. Yeah, 100%. I think so. Um, And then at the Kids' Choice Awards, it was nominated for Best Movie. And then at the Golden Raspberries... Um, Sandler was nominated for Worst Actor and Dennis Dugan was nominated for Worst Director. See, I don't understand this. No. How can you have a Razzie for being the worst actor in a movie and then you, but you can go to the MTV Awards for also having the best comedic performance? It's ridiculous. The, the, the Razzies are a piece of shit. Oh, the Razzies are a complete piece of shit. I, so. The Razzies are going to come back again with Jack and Jill. And at that Razzies, oh, yeah. Adam Sandler won the Razzie for Worst Actor and Worst Actress. Nice. <laughs> so um, Nice. But yeah, the Anti-Movie uh, <laughs> movie Awards, Best Fight. First ever Best Fight as well. Pretty good. And Matt, do you have any pieces of trivia there? or? What? I mean, there's, there's so many. <laughs> there's so much on IMDb. So much. There's, there's so much trivia. I mean, even most of it's just random little like just random little bits like things that you don't need to know yeah i i, I noticed that like like lee crap. trevino regrets his appearance in the film and said if he had known how much swearing there would have been in the film he would not have done it that's not trivia no one gives a shit I, wh- who's lee trevino is he exactly wh- is he one of the um is one of the greatest golf players in history great yeah and he play- he plays himself Nice. Well, shout out to that guy for being really good at golf. Yeah, well done you, Lee Trevino. Um, I wonder if he's the commentator. Yes, he is. So he's one of the commentators. Uh, he's the old commentator. 
And then the other commentator is Sandler's roommate from college. And I don't know if you noticed, but he didn't speak a word throughout the entire film. <laughs> <laughs> he just sat next to this guy. That's so good. Um, that's so Adam. That's such an Adam Sandler thing to do as well. Just hire yeah. one of your mates. <laughs> um, because of uh, Bob Barker's cameo, rating for the Price is Right uh, rose considerably amongst college-aged viewers. That kind so, of makes. So, yeah. So this movie was uh, apparently this movie part of what revitalized golf in the early two thousands. This and uh, Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, this it's a really like iconic movie. Like it's genuinely it, it, needs, it needs to be put into the Library of Congress if it isn't already there. I and, I'd say so. And just preserve it forever. Um another piece of trivia I've got here is Bruce Campbell edition for the role of Shooter McGavin. So Ash from the Evil Dead. That would have been fucking hilarious. Yeah. That would have been a different role, but yeah, that would have been good. Potentially Mysterio in uh, the Sam Raimi trilogy. If they ever do Spider-Man 4, I, I think he, definitely that. I, I think he was supposed to be, but yeah. Probably, oh, he was supposed to be, yeah. Uh, he just probably, kept popping in for random little bits. Yeah, but he's probably most famous for Ash from the Evil Dead series. Yeah, I, I'd say so. And then I, I got a couple of goofs here as well before we finish up. Um Happy's golf in a tie on several occasions does not meet the standard dress code for professional golf and would disqualify him from any competition. Fucked it. Yep. Um, There's no movie without that. So So it's just golf snobs again. Um, When it comes to unpaid property property taxes, it has nothing to do with the IRS. It is a county assessor's issue. If the IRS has unpaid income tax, they would not seek to sell your house um, you are living in to pay the debt. So, another stupid goof. Didn't use the right uh, government department to sell the house. These goddamn, goddamn movie writers yeah, not doing it, their due diligence. It just takes everything out of reality, doesn't it? And then, one more goof. Happy mentions that when he played hockey in high school, he took off his skate and tried to stab someone. No league at any level would allow this. <laughs> I was the only. I was the only guy in my class to try to take off his skate steps and buy with it. Who, who writes these goofs? Who, I have no idea. Who cares enough to write about the IRS being the wrong department and high school hockey not letting people stab each other? Who cares? Like, it's so annoying. Let us all eat paste and stab each other with skates. Uh, do you have anything else to say about this movie? Yeah. So apparently, here we go. Meanwhile, Chubbs Peterson's missing hand is an in-joke referencing actor Carl Weathers' film in Predator, where he loses an eye. Yeah, incredible. And at one point as well in this movie, Sandler goes to him, oh, why didn't you play a proper sport like football? He's like, oh, my mother wouldn't sign the uh, consent form. But Carl Weathers, before acting, he was drafted in the NFL. Yeah, he played for the Raiders. Yeah, so that's another in-joke regarding his life and character. But yeah. Fucking Carl Weathers, what a beast. Have you got anything else there before we finish up? Uh, that's pretty much all from me now. Yeah, same. I, I just want to say what a incredible movie. I actually looked at uh, scripts online because yeah. I, I fancied buying uh, signed Adam Sandler Happy Gilmore script. 
like $360 plus $70 shipping. That's actually not bad. No, that's pretty good. good. So maybe a Patreon goal. (laughs) Uh, Happy Gilmore script uh, signed by Adam Sandler. The dream. Yeah. But no, I I was genuinely thinking of buying one this week, keeping it on display. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But no, top 10 movie easily. I forgot how much I loved it. It was so good and just disappointed so... <laughs> that we're back to shit now <laughs> well alright that's a good point actually yeah I have absolutely no idea what's next week oh do you have that? yeah I'm just getting it now I think it's um, I think it's bulletproof double oh, check with a Damon Wayans senior yeah. bulletproof yeah. it's bulletproof yeah. Which is going to be interesting. And then, so yeah, we've got Bulletproof next week, which is the same year as this, uh, 96. Then we've got The Wedding Singer. Fantastic. Two weeks two weeks time, I'll be crying. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, next week is Bulletproof, which I think is kind of like a bad boys type comedy, cop comedy could, kind of thing. I've just hovered over the title here and the, uh, the, the picture of the movie makes it look like a, a, a bad boys. <laughs> comedy of sorts so that's a pretty <laughs> that's yeah, it, a pretty good name. it's well car in the background sandler and damon wins them they're in like they're on the a very straight road yeah with just with like little guns in their hands <laughs> either side of the, of the line well it was uh good enough to get a direct to dvd sequel 20 years later so i'm sure it'd be fine oh, oh yeah is that coming out on no, Netflix or no? No, it's um, it's completely different actors playing the same characters. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, but talking about sequels and re- this movie got remade for Bollywood like 2016, and I it did. and I tried watching it, but it was unbearable. A, a, uh, bun- a bunch of Sandler's yeah. movies have been remade. Billy Madison was remade for Bollywood. This has been remade for Bollywood. Fifty First Dates has like. Six different remakes. You fucking love that movie. Fifty Fifth Dates is yeah, it's such. A I'm good... ready. For... I'm I... looking forward to the one. Yeah, same. But yeah, next week I do uh... have one more piece of trivia for the movie. <laughs> Go, that I just saw then. Yeah, take it away. So uh, let me just find his name. I just get that first. Uh... Guy who plays his boss. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Richard Keel, Mr. Larson. Uh, he is in the original Longest Yard. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, fun fact. So yeah, he, didn't know that. yeah, fun fact. He plays in the original Longest Yard, which we'll get to do in a few weeks. A couple of weeks' time. Okay. Yeah. You, you, uh, oh, yeah. It's, it's going to be ages. <laughs> um, so yeah. You, you ready to wrap things up? Yeah. I've got nothing else for this week, I don't think. No, I, I think I'm done as well. Um, yeah, if you if you can um, rate us on Apple Podcast and Spotify, five stars. Thank you very much. Leave a nice little comment, and we'll read that out on the podcast. Um, follow us on Instagram at So Sandler's Pod, and send us a message there if you want to get in contact. Um, send us an email at So Sandler's Pod at gmail.com and we'll re- read it out on the pod. Um, apart from that. 
thank you for listening and uh, see you next week. Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Have, a, have yourselves a great week and uh, we'll see you next time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.